Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, everyone, and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you had a wonderful weekend. I also pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, the best of strength, and most importantly, in the best of spirits. Once again, I'd like to say thank you to everyone for listening, downloading, sharing, commenting, liking, following, or subscribing. I truly appreciate it. And as always, I give all thanks and all praises and all honor and all glory to the Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, and of course, the Holy Spirit. Because without them, I am nothing. But because of Christ Jesus, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me, including this. Once again, it is my privilege to bring to you another series. And this series is entitled the Beatitude Series, which is a seven-part series. This series is based on Matthew chapter 5. So sit back, relax, and grab yourself a cup of your favorite beverage. Of course, where I am at... The temperature is currently in the mid-20s. Yes, I said the mid-20s. It's currently 27 degrees and freezing. Just the other day, it was in the 60s. Nonetheless, we give God thanks for life. Now, depending on which part of the world you might be when you're listening to this episode, you might want to grab yourself either something hot or something cold. In my case... I'm currently drinking something hot. Trust me, the heat is on. Also, make sure to stay tuned for the Heroes of Faith segment and the quote of the episode all after the message. Um, I know you will definitely enjoy this month's heroine as part of the Heroes of Faith segment. This is the first episode of the Beatitudes series. And the title of today's episode is Blessed Are the Poor in Spirit. This is part one of the Beatitude series. This is episode number 045. And of course, today's episode is based, inspired, and taken from Matthew 5, verses 3, reading from the NIV. And it reads, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The poor in spirit. Being poor in spirit is a very important characteristic when it comes to being a part of the body of Christ. Now, I did a little research so that I could get the correct interpretation, definition, and meaning of the poor in spirit. So here are some of the examples that I was able to find online at 
activechristianity.com, as well as some of them that I was also able to come up with with the help of the Lord. (laughs) So up first, consider others more than oneself, not exalting oneself, humble, not proud, does not seek honor and glory for doing the work of God. Enjoy serving in low places, not seeking the spotlight. Reserved in his or her conduct. Loves to give up his or her advantages or rather make sacrifices to help others instead. Does not seek self-gain. Believes in helping others who are less fortunate than themselves. And by the way, the last two were mine. In today's society, we have so many things going on, even in our own lives at times. You know, everywhere you look around, whether it be on social media, YouTube, the bookstore, wherever, there are self-help gurus, or rather, life coaches. There are books, videos, etc., all telling us how to be free, self-sufficient, and happy. And let's not forget the ones who hold the seminars, webinars, and masterclasses sends the master on how to make it and how to get rich. Rarely do any of their, you know, above mentioned sources or resources ever tell us about needing or wanting Jesus Christ. For me, the poor in spirit are those of us who know that we need Jesus Christ and that without him, we are nothing. When we have come to a realization that we need God and that the only way to him is through Christ Jesus, it is then that we begin to really and truly open up our eyes, our hearts, and our minds to realizing that without him, we are lost. In him and through him, we can do all things. When we begin to realize that we need a savior, we cannot save ourselves. We are not the masters of our own destiny, despite what they may tell you. No matter how many masterclasses, webinars, or seminars we may attend, or even how many self-help books we may read, we are in need of a savior. And his name is Jesus Christ. It is then we begin to realize that it is not about us, our wealth, our high paying and high ranking jobs, our big house, money in the bank, expensive clothes, fancy cars, etc. Neither is it about the letters after our names or the degrees that hangs on our walls, our fame, our personality, our popularity, or even lack thereof. It is about none other than Jesus Christ. When we truly come to the Lord and begin following him, it is then that we come to realize that all we thought that mattered about us is and never really was about us. And it really never mattered. The only thing that matters is who we are in and through Jesus Christ. Of course, in the beginning, That was something I didn't realize. But today, thank God, I know better. 
you know, we slowly begin to develop the characteristics of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We then begin to see that we no longer need to hang on to our pride. And instead, what we do, we exchange our pride for God's humility. We are no longer concerned about the riches of the world. And let me just explain this. I'm not saying if you're rich or, you know, you got a little change in the bank that you should go out and give all your money to the poor. Unless God tells you to do so. If that's what God is telling you and leading you to do, then do so. But I did not say that. That's not what I'm saying. Instead of what I'm saying, instead of us pursuing riches, instead we become more interested in laying up our crown in heaven. As a believer, are you struggling to become poor in spirit? Are you having a hard time thinking about the needs of others? Have you prayed for someone who, you know, just might be in need today? Or better yet, are you more interested in the things of the world than in Jesus Christ? How are some of the ways that both you and I can become better in the spirit? Are we praying for others? Are we concerned about the well-being, especially the souls of our loved ones and the people across the world? Do you find yourself becoming more and more detached from the things of the world? Are you someone who places the needs of others before yourself? Are you concerned about the less fortunate, the homeless, the unsaved? Hmm. This just might be an indication that you are becoming, or you may already be humble and poor in spirit. And like Matthew 5, verses 3 reads, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The Bible clearly tells us that those of us who are poor in spirit, we are blessed. You are blessed, my brothers and sisters in the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for helping us to surrender and become poor in spirit. For we know we are wealthy in the kingdom of heaven because of your son, Jesus Christ, and what he did on the cross. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Coming up next is the Heroes of Faith segment where I will be featuring our Hero of Faith of the Month. You are listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with Arlena. Welcome to this month's Heroes of Faith segment. This month's Hero of Faith is none other than the late Amy Carmichael. Amy Beatrice Carmichael was born in Belfast, Ireland in 1876 to a devout Christian family. She was the eldest of seven children. As a teen, she attended Wesleyan Methodist Girls Boarding School until her father's death. Her father died when she was 18 years old. She was later further educated at home and in England after her father's death. The missionary call came when she attended Keswick Movement. And for those of you that might not know what the Keswick Movement is, because I myself did not know, the Keswick Movement, also known as the Keswick Convention, is an annual gathering of evangelical Christians in Keswick 
in the English county of Cumbria. It was a movement devoted to Christian holiness in England, and its name comes from The Higher Christian Life, a book by William Boardman, published in 1858. The movement was promoted at Keswick Conventions in Keswick, which continues even to this day. Amy had the opportunity to attend this convention twice. It was there that she met Robert Wilson, whom she developed a very close relationship with. He later invited her to come and live with him and his family. Soon after she felt the call to become a missionary, she applied to the China Inland Mission. Because of health concerns, she was unable to attend. However, in 1893, she was later able to go to Japan to join the Church Missionary Society, which was led by Barclay Buxton. Amy spent less than two years there before returning home to England. Upon her return to England, she accepted a position with the Church of England's Zanana Missionary Society, where she would end up serving in India. She arrived in India in November of 1895, which would end up becoming her permanent home. From 1895 to 1925, her work with the orphans in Tananaville was supported by the Church of England. While in India and trying to learn the language of Tamil, she began evangelism with a group of Indian Christian women, which was guided by the Church Missionary Society's Thomas Walker. She was soon put in charge of newly converted Indian women. Amy settled in Donover in 1901 with the Walkers and her Indian colleagues. She continued to work in the faith mission style by establishing an orphanage in Donover. At first, the orphanage cared for just girls who were used as temple prostitutes and also girls and babies who were abandoned by their families. The orphanage would later go on to also accept boys. It also became her mission to rescue and raise the children with the proper love, care, and most importantly, the proper spiritual upbringing. According to sources, there was fierce opposition against her crusade to rescue these children. She also took children from families that did not want to keep their children. Amy was also accused of using witchcraft to lure the children away from their families. There was also heavy protest and violence. At this time, Amy had permanently moved to India. In 1927, the Donover Fellowship was created. She was known at Donover as Amma, which means mother. Amy was a prolific writer who wrote nearly 40 books. She was well known for her writings. Amy ran the orphanage with the help of God through financial assistance she received in order to help her carry out her assignment. And by the way, she had not solicited money from anyone. She was also able to run it with the help of volunteers who also helped her to carry out her assignment with the help of the good Lord. In 1931, Amy suffered a serious fall, which later coupled with arthritis, she became crippled for the rest of her life. However, she continued to write. She would also later go on to select leaders and missionaries to take her place. In 1951, Amy Carmichael died at the age of 83 at Donover. Amy worked at Donover for over 50 years. Each day she longed for the day she would be able to see her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ in heaven. Amy did not want to be buried in a coffin. Her request was granted. 
She was buried in an unmarked grave under a tree where a birdbath sits on her final resting place with the word inscribed, Amai, Revered Mother, which the children of Donover call Carmichael. Amy's memory lives on in her writings and also at Donover Fellowship, where the work Amy began with the help of the grace and mercy of God is still going on. The orphanage still continues to care for rescued children. The Welcome Evangelical Church in Cambrai Street, Belfast, is thriving as well. In August of 2016, the Amy Carmichael Center was opened. Also, I'm just going to list a couple of books that was written by Amy Carmichael. Now, she wrote nearly 40 books, but I'm just going to list five. First one up is From Sunrise Land, Letters from Japan. Number two, Things as They Are, Mission Work in Southern India. Number three, Beginning of a Story. Four, The Widow of the Jewels. And number five, Towards Jerusalem. Now, that was five that I just chose to pick out, you know, just in case anyone, you know, wanted to read some of her work. Also, you can find the entire list if you go on Amazon or even Wikipedia or anywhere out there on the internet. Now, here is also a list of some books that have been written on and about Amy Carmichael. The first one up is A Chance to Die, The Life and Legacy of Amy Carmichael by the late Elizabeth Elliot, who was the widow of missionary John Elliot. Number two is Amy Carmichael, Beauty for Ashes, a biography by Ian Murray. Number three is Amy Carmichael, A Life Abandoned to God by Sam Wellman. Number four is The Wild Bird Child, A Life of Amy Carmichael by Derek Bingham. Number five is Amy Carmichael of Donover by Frank Houghton. And last is Amy Carmichael, Rescuer of Precious Gems by Janet and Jeff Benji. I truly hope that you enjoyed this episode's Heroes of Faith segment on the life and history of the late missionary, Miss Amy Beatrice Carmichael, heroine of faith. Stay tuned next for the quote of the episode. And this episode's quote reads, Spiritual maturity isn't measured by how high you jump in praise, but by how straight you walk in obedience. And the author is unknown. Once again, I'd like to thank you for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you. And if indeed this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you, please feel free to share it with others. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes.com, Spreaker.com, and Podomatic.com. You can also leave me a rating on iTunes.com. You can feel free to like, share, and subscribe on either one of those platforms just mentioned above. Also, please feel free to check out my other podcast, the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast, which is a devotional audio podcast featured on Spreaker.com, iTunes.com, and Google Play. 
You can also check out Arlena Uncut and Arlena's Corner, which is based on my blog, also on Spreaker.com. Also, please feel free to check out my YouTube channels, Arlena's Corner and the Spear and Javelin Ministries. If you would like to drop me a line, feel free to simply drop me a line at arlenaflanders01 at gmail.com. You can also check out my blog at www.arlenaflanders.wordpress.com. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of dots. I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. Remember that as long as there is life, it is never too late to accept Christ. Be blessed. See you next time.